0: Capella. Yeah, There's a, I mean, I'm, going I'm on. happy
1: for y'all. I'm happy for y'all. I'm going to let you finish, but I got something to say. Now, girl, I done told you that you don't even go here. But since you want to put your hands on me, now won't you here. Charlotte Flair, I'm going to whoop that ass.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of General like, Podcast. As always, is yours truly, go to franchise, aka the showstopper, and with me as always, I got my tag team partners, my brothers, my family. Introducing first up, Encyclopedia Wrestling, the flawless phenomenon. Everything flawless, Joey V. How you doing?
2: I'm gonna call myself Mister Wednesday Night, Flawless Joey V.
0: <laughs> and across the way, as always, he is the Carmel Cody, the light skinned. T- Aka Mr. One, Two, Three, pin that ass down, K. Breezy. Kimbro bro, bro, how you
1: doing? I'm good, man. But if you're gonna call yourself the A.W. Flawless, uh, man, why don't you do it? The Flawless Dyna, no, the Dynamite. The f- no, maybe that won't work. I said, Mr. Hey, hey, no 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 Mr. Wednesday Night Flawless Dynamite. I don't know. I, I was thinking of that, but you know, maybe, maybe. No, know. no, no. Look, look, look. If I'm gonna be the Twenty
0: Years Ago, aka the G.O.W. Messiah. He can be the Wednesday night Jehovah.
1: Jehovah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when you come knocking on your door, you act like you ain't there? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: I got you, Joe the Jehovah. We
2: got Deacon K. Breezy.
1: Yes. Yes, sir. Time to pass that collection plate around. Dig deep, dig, 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 dig deep into your pockets. Hey man, give to the content. Man, man, you're
2: like sexual chocolate, baby, from coming to America. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yes, yes, <laughs> please. yes, please. Deacon on, on, on duty, man, so we can upgrade these GOW funds. Come on, Deacon.
1: <laughs> hey man, look here. We gotta start doing more of these commercials, man. Oh my god, yes, yes, yes. yes. Hey, I got so we gotta talk about that too when we end. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> All right,
0: guys. Uh, so, leading off, man, the NXT review show today will be me. Normally it's too cold, but we did a little switcheroni. Yeah, man, we're going to get right into it. First match of the night, we got Cameron Grimes versus Diamondic. Diamondic. Dominic
1: ah, Dijako. <laughs> <your> <laughs> I'm going to say, damn, we got a name change? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Diamondic. <laughs> but no, hey, man, uh, to me, I feel like this is a good man. Right, we already know what he do. He's a freaking athletic beast. Uh Cameron Grimes. To me, I like this was a good match. I felt like Grimes, he held his own at times of striking and strength. Uh, of course, we had a run-in man from uh, Damian Priest. He kind of tore Dijakovic's leg up, man. But we get into that in the Guys, I'm going to ask you two things. What did you think of this match and individually Gr- it's said, man, where do you see these guys going at? Do you like it? Do you not like it? I'm going to start with you, Flawless.
2: Oh, you always got to start with me. All right, man. I was going to piggyback off what Kate Breezy said, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> uh, you didn't I mean, even know what I was going to say.
2: I know. Exactly. That's why. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, it's good to know. I'm going to say some weird shit next time. See if you piggyback <laughs> off that. <laughs> you're going to have to
2: make me call. Damn. You're going to make me call an audible then. Uh, so, Uh, The match was not bad, you know, I was like, all right, man, Dijakovic is going to get the victory, you know, easily, but Grimes held his own, you guys know, I'm not a big fan of Grimes, but there are some people that he wrestles that, you know, like, you know, I was like, okay, like when he wrestles like Bronson Reed, I'm like, come on, man, this is stupid, but when he wrestles Dijakovic, I'm like, okay, I can, you know, be fine with this. Uh it was a good match. I really thought was like injured his ankle when he did the flip from the outs from the apron to the outside. I was like, oh damn, oh please do not really be hurt. But then when he gets on the apron and priest just comes out of nowhere and hits him with that pipe. And then the I had to rewind it when Grimes double stomped him because I thought he was thought he did like the slam, the flip mm-hmm. slam at first. Because, like, I looked up for a split second and, uh I mean, I, you know, looked down for a split second. I saw Cameron Grimes get the victory. and I'm like, hold on, hold on. How do you beat him? And then when I saw the, you know, double stop I'm like, damn, he got some air on that. Okay. Right, right. But, so, it was a good match. You know, where do I see them going? I see coverage and maybe they're going to play this. Maybe he, like, is out of action maybe for, like, a couple weeks. Or him and Priest fight. You know, Grimes, I'm not sure where he's going. I, you know, your guess is as good as mine. I think he's just a mid-card guy for right now. Do I think he can be in a title picture? Sure, but it's going to take some time because he's got some heavy hitters in front of him.
1: Too cold. Um, I agree as far as Grimes. I, right now, if anything, he'll be moving towards the North American Championship. That'll be the... That'll be the one championship he'll probably have, you know, an opportunity at, but eventually it'll come with a little bit more time. Uh Dajakovich and as far as the match, the match was pretty good. Nothing like what happened on AEW. Sorry, but uh it was a it was an it was an okay match. Matter of fact, it's it let me put it to you like this. I was glad that I watched NXT first. Because when I watched AEW, I'm like, man, I would have never watched NXT if I'd have watched <laughs> AEW first. I would, I would have <laughs> not have watched NXT. I'm just gonna be honest. So I'm kind of glad I watched NXT first and then watched AEW. What else is new? You
2: always watch NXT first.
1: But but no, no, I know. I, I just say that to mess with you. I actually watch AEW first, then I watch NXT because I know a lot of times, you know, NXT has storylines going on a lot of times, so. You kind of know when they're doing something serious and when they're not with AEW. You kind of just don't know. But uh, it was just, I hadn't watched them last night and I was just going to watch them this morning, but I just started with NXT. It wasn't just because I wanted to, but um, if I had watched AEW though, I definitely would not have watched NXT. As far as the match, it was cool. Um, I possibly see either Priest going up against Keith Lee or it's going to be a triple threat with him and Dominic uh going up against Keith Lee for the North American Championship or it could just be those two having a little one-on-one match first. However they decide to play that, I'm not mad at it. I like all three guys. They're athletic, they're agile, they're tall as hell, but they can do some stuff in the ring and keep you interested and definitely uh put on a good match. So um I'm I that that's my possibility as far as where that will go and where uh Brian's will go.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh next uh man segment from general manager William Regal in the back. Uh he got an interview. Uh and, and he brought up some to me very interesting. Uh next week, he says there'll be a number of qualified matches to compete at takeover Tampa and wish to win the winner a match to determine a new number one contender. Um I like this man. I like it. it's not a clear cut who's gonna be the number one contender they're going to have all the women kind of you know duke it out and of course uh, so the differences in the latter match and i guess before i get to that question for you guys will be this um you know they say competition is you know NXT AEW uh raw to a degree have all kind of been stepping up their games and we're not matches week after week after week uh how do you guys feel about the return of these specialty matches capacity uh we just had a steel cage match not too long ago a couple of them uh between brands shows companies me Yen was just in the ladder match a while ago she just got hurt really bad off of that ladder match how do we feel about them actually putting thoughts into these matches trying to make them a little more creative uh breezy
1: well um i think <sighs> Okay, because you put on so many regular matches, it's not bad to put on uh, specialty matches. Now, the, the, the bad can come if you know one show just did it the week before. Okay, so we know AEW just had a steel cage match. That's why, a, that's why when NXT announced theirs, they announced it two weeks later. So it was like, yeah, they put on a cage match, but now we're going to announce our cage match for two weeks from now. So it's it, it it's it's okay because these are two competing companies. Um, it's just all about now you just compare cage matches. Well, we know none of these cage matches NXT is going to put on is going to be as hype as the one AEW had with Cody and on uh, Warlow. So even you know so it it is fine. But um, I don't have a problem with it. Um, you know you gotta you gotta have something a little special every now and then. Because you, you, you're doing so many regular matches. I mean, every other match you pretty much put on is going to be a regular match. So you kind of got to do something a little special from time to time, especially when you don't have pay-per-views on as often. NXT and AEW don't put on pay-per-views every month. So they. Ha- I- I'm okay with them doing these type of matches because their pay-per-views are spreaded out so far and few. Uh-uh.
0: Flawless,
1: what do you think?
2: When we were, was when Regal was talking, was it was he talking about the women or the guys?
1: He was talking he was about talking the women. women. He was okay, talking about okay. the women because of course, That's Ripley's good. fighting Flair at WrestleMania. Yeah.
2: Okay, that makes sense because uh, if he was talking about the guys, I'm like, hold on, and Paul's not fighting for the title, you know, not defending the title at Tampa, but the specialty matches. I think it's good because you know, like what KP said, you know, they don't AEW and NXT don't have pay-per-views every month. So, you can do them maybe like say, like once a month, but you know, not like every week. I mean, when you bring it out, it's got to be a special attraction because that's how it was when we were growing up. It was a big deal when you brung it out. So, if they do like a ladder match, maybe like once every two months, that's fine because it, cause it will be a buildup and you haven't seen one in a while. So, you're excited for that. But if you like do stuff like every week, yeah, it's not going to work. But if you do it like once every two months, you know, then I'm fine with it. It'll work.
1: Yeah. And, 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 and I get, you know, and not to forgot to mention, Super Showdown just had a pay-per-view where they just had a steel cage match. So, you know, that constant build of it, that could get tiresome. But I think what makes it uh, tiresome is it depends on who's fighting like with Okay, you got Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai. Okay, and I, that's that might turn out to be a pretty good match, considering what their street fight was like. But also, we also said because now they're more contained, it might not have that element that that street fight had. But it's still a cage match, so there's going to be some interest. Be
2: able to use the cage and some weapons, probably. Right. Of course, what they use in the street fight, so it brings right. an interesting dynamic.
1: And it it is, and it and it does, and because you know this is a bit of a rivalry they've been working on, so that's gonna you know bring some interest, and you know Roger Strong and and Dream, <clears throat> that's been going on for a while now. Dream's back, so and the fact that he and I think and we probably getting ahead of ourselves, but when Dream did his segment and just him just saying you know yeah I beat you, but that wasn't enough. You broke the dreams back, and it just and 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 then for him to look at the camera and just say, Hey, we Regal, you know, since you're gonna have the cage out, won't you just leave it down? Like, you know, that there has to be a, a reason you have to do something that makes people want to see it that much. Where you already had it set up for one match, now you just set it up for another match, but the way you're delivering it, it's gonna like, Oh, damn, now y'all gonna have a steel cage match? All right, I, I might have to watch that and see what it is. So, it's all about. Who's in it and how you uh, deliver the story?
0: Well speaking, well, speaking of deliver the story, man, we got Finn Balor. The ring, and he cuts a promo and he, he says this, man, pretty straight to the point. He says, I'm not an Internet guy. I'm not a sneak office, you know, but when I get in the middle of that ring, I'm the guy. He says he and he went on to talk about his work in Japan. Done it, Mexico. Done it, I.C. Universal NXT Championship. Done it. Everybody's trying to peak at WrestleMania. He's been at this peak for 20 years. To uh, say, you know, who's going to get that that rub from Finn? And before I get into what happened after that, this guy he said it, man. He's been in the game for over 20 years. New Japan Bullet Club, man. Uh, NXT main roster WrestleMania. Take guys, Finn Balor. What do you think of his promo? And do we ever see? Oh, I know we love him at NXT right now, but do we ever see him getting one last hurrah on the main? We see them using him finally the right way if he does make it back up.
1: Go ahead, fellas. Uh
2: I love the promo. Uh... I love the beatdown by Imperium afterwards. Like, I wonder if he's going to challenge Walter. Uh, I mean, that's a title he hasn't held. I mean, I I thought he was going to talk about that uh, North American title. But, you know, I mean, him going after Walter would make sense. Because, I mean, he is from Ireland. So, UK, you know, it's kind of got that establishment. I do know that Balor right now is being paid, still being paid main roster money. Even though that will change soon, he'll still he'll he's gonna go back to being paid as an NXT superstar. But I don't think Balor really cares about that because I think he's got enough money. If I'm Balor, I wouldn't want to go back to the main roster because yeah, you could say you're gonna do this stuff, but I mean, come on, you know? Oh, you know? I mean, we've seen what happened before. You know, they could change in an instant.
1: And what well, they're think, still doing?
2: I think I think, he, I think he stays in NXT. I don't ever see him going back up to the main roster.
1: I I could see him going back up, but it depends on what it's for. Hopefully, uh, the XFL continues to have the whatever uh, the I guess the somewhat success that they're having. So therefore, Vince is not so still occupied, even though he's still having conference calls on both shows. Uh, But I think eventually you want to do the four man club eventually. So you're gonna need Balor for that. So it, I think it would depend on the story. Uh, I hope he doesn't go take too much of a pay cut going back to in, uh, NXT. Um, like he's still Finn Balor. Like you still gotta pay that man. I'm 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 sure he's got money, but at the same time, you know, you still want to secure you you, you still want to secure the bag. So I hope it's fair, uh, not just too much of a discount. But um, right now, him going up against Walter is awesome. Um, I was expecting Keith Lee. I think if if the Imperium had not came out and said anything about um, Walter, I think he was going to mention Keith Lee in the North American Championship. But for it to be Imperium, like when the music hit, man, dude, my eyes got big. Like yo, <laughs> like yeah. yo, w- Walter, like really, Walter, you're going to give me Vin Balor versus Walter? Yes, please, thank you. Uh, but it was, but I, I like the way they did it. Um, you know, you had his two guys come out and you know deliver a message. And that was fine. I had no problem with that. Uh you, you you're gonna cheer for Finn Balor, regardless if he's the heel or not. You just like that he's a badass and he's not he's not on that games anymore. He's he's about his business. And if he's if you're gonna if any if Finn Balor is gonna go and be the NXT guy and go and travel through NXT and NXT UK to help build up those brands. I am damn sure for all four, because now you're going to bring more attention to the NXT UK, which is something they want to do. So um, I I have no problem with it. You've been wondering who could beat Walter for the UK championship. There's no one more qualified. There's no one more better than Finn Balor. So you, even if you want to, I think you can even do the demon. I think you can even do demon Finn Balor, but it's not, it's not the, it, it's a, it's, it'll be a different type of demon, you know, it, but he don't have to be the demon, but he can just still be the prince and still do what he needs to do. And that'll be a great match. And I definitely would love to see Walter versus Finn Balor at mania. If if it, if it doesn't, if it's not at mania and it happens at the NXT takeover uh, Tampa, I'm fine with that. I, I'm actually, I'll probably be more fine with it there then on WrestleMania, but give me Walter, give me Finn Balor, yes please, thank you.
2: I don't think they're gonna put Balor versus Walter on WrestleMania. I don't think they're gonna do that. What? I hope not.
1: I I, I I I'm I'm mad that I said that, so I hope not.
2: <laughs> um, but I think I think Takeover would be good. Um, I said I don't think Balor needs the demon because the Prince character. but right. How about he does this? Half of his body the demon, and half the other Mm-mm. body is
1: Prince. No, he can't do that because Darby yeah. Allin's doing that, and I don't want I don't want yeah, that true, to be true. somewhat copycat. So it's either he comes out demon or he just stays the prince. And now yeah, that, it's that I like say a it,
2: prince demon, like a different kind of demon, but like makeup and everything. But right,
1: he, well, that's what I was saying. Like that, that line, not what WWE has been giving us for the past couple of years, but just something different, like a more inner demon in himself that he just becomes to go out there and just do what he do, especially for a guy like Walter. Like, I think he, you know, he's really got to bring himself to a certain place knowing you're going up against a big dude like that because Walter can slap you cold. He can slap you out cold. So, but that's the type of demon I'm talking about. Not what we've seen, something we haven't seen, but a little bit more toned down.
0: Okay, okay. man? Oh, Lord. Oh, my goodness. We uh, we got... Mia Yim versus Lee. Um, Ooh. I don't, I, 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 I don't even think that this match was. Well, There's really nothing to even talk about. The match was absolutely uh, terrible. Uh, the most noticeable thing that happened in this match was, you know, uh, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, they came out. You know, Dakota cut a promo. League wins via roll up. That was that. Uh, next up, man, match three. We got. Tommaso Champa versus Austin Theory. Guys, to me, I like this match a lot. It was hard-hitting, ultra-aggressive, excellent chemistry, and the most... And, of course, man, you know, Johnny Gargano had to show up and do his thing, too. Uh, Kay Breezy, what did you think of this match, man? Champa Theory.
1: This was the second-best match of the week. Uh, I think this match was... It, it was surprising because Austin Theory... He, he showed up like if he wasn't motivated to be on NXT after last week, he was motivated after what happened last week to be, you know, to be there and to have this match, uh, especially against Champa and what happened. So just that motivation and the, the, just the determination, this was a really surprisingly good match in theory man, this dude's got some moves. He, he's, he is going to be a champion, uh, in NXT real soon. Um, just continue to let him build, put him in, in matches with guys like this and, and let him keep doing the good things that he's doing, man. I This was the second best match because uh, once it started, I was kind of paying attention to it. Then once, you know, it started, you know, picking up a little bit more, I was definitely into it even before Gargano came out. Uh, but, yeah, this this was pretty good. I liked it. Flawless.
2: Uh, you know, you guys know I'm a big fan of Austin Terry, even though he's only 22 years old. Kid's got a bright future. I was a little worried about this match. I was like, man, Champa's going to destroy him because he still wants his hands on Gargano. And for Theory, if you put him in there with Champa, you either rise to the occasion and, or you falter. And, man, he rose. This was a competitive match. Theory, man, that one move, I don't know what you call it. He had him in like a reverse suplex thing and just flipped Champa over. I was like, holy uh, shit. I've never or that, seen that, or, a- or or that or
1: that knee man. that Champa gave him to the chin in midair. Yeah,
2: yeah. And man, I mean, man, Theory showed out, man. He showed that, hey man, I'm only 22. I've only been doing this for like not a long time. I can hang with I can hang with Champa. And his stock only rises from, you know, you know, higher after this one. I loved Gargano coming out at the end, man. I loved how he was mocking Champa when he was sitting on the apron clapping his hands. I just (laughs) love how this feud is continuing with the roles reversed. I was wondering how that's going to work, and it's paying off good.
1: Yeah, man. This was – yeah, yeah. Yeah, Theory's definitely, you know, like you say, young guy – he's got so much potential and, and for him just to be able to hang like he did against Champa, like that was awesome, man. Gargano coming out. Uh I almost wanted him to pick up the microphone. Cause like you said, the week before, you know, we want to hear what's up. Like, why did you, why did you decide? Like, we know why, but we want to hear why. And I was hoping once he had got Gar, uh, Champa down, he was going to say something, but he never said anything. It, it, you know, it ended cool. It was fine. Um, but, yeah, like you say, it's definitely got me intrigued in it because the roles have reversed. Um, so yeah, I'm waiting for the, I'm waiting for the next installment. All right, guys. Next up, uh, feel free to say pass
0: on this match, but uh, we got Killian Dane versus Bronson. I mean, yeah, it, it was what it was. I don't, guys, do you want to endorse? Indul- yes, no, maybe.
1: I, this was this was a, a okay good match and. I'd say two out of five. It was two big guys. They were, they were, you know, they, they did some small stuff. Wasn't nothing spectacular, but uh, you know, I like seeing big guys that can move and and, and do stuff. So I liked it. It was, you know, it had some good spots, but it it wasn't nothing to be all shocked and, you know, uh, surprised, you know, and hype for But, you know, it, it was what it was.
2: All right, man, the match was not bad, but it wasn't great. Like, it was like, okay, a filler match. My complaint was, when Dane hit Bronson Reed with those sentons, with those running sentons, Reed Reed, like rolls over closer to the rope, so yeah, can hit him with the Vader bomb. Yeah, what the hell? Come on, man! Like, like I just saw that blatantly. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Go ahead,
0: French. All right. I you know I, I didn't I didn't really have much to say on that one, but I do have something to say about this next match. We got S yeah. versus the Forgotten Sons, and it was kind of weird, man, because the Sons actually played the role of the Faces in this one. Uh, mm-hmm. it, was little, it was a little 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 off. That's because uh,
1: that's they're doing the British versus USA. That's that's the only reason. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it was just it it, it like like you. It was kind of, you know, they were faces by default, not because, you know, they're faces. But, uh, man, Jesus. Forgotten some. But, man, what about them Grizzle Young vests? I, I I love the way these i did a thousand times. I'll say it a thousand more. I can definitely see it. Uh, over in NXT stateside, you know, leave them away from the UK for a minute. I can definitely see these guys because the NXT tag division. Uh, flawless, man. What did you think of this match between the Forgotten Sons and the G-Y-B-D- Uh,
2: Man, you know what's funny about this? So I actually thought that even before, like, the Dusty tournament, I thought, okay, Forgotten Sons, you know, they're going to be big-time players in the tag team division in NXT. And then after that tournament, I'm like, yeah, man, the Grizzly Young Veterans, man, they just took your spot, Forgotten Sons. You go to the back of the line. <laughs> Mm -hmm. man like they showed out I mean yeah even though Forgotten Sons were kind of a face but man like Grizzly Young Veterans man I want them to I mean we are going to get the Undisputed Era against I mean Fish and O'Reilly against Riddle and uh, Pete Dunn for the tag team titles probably at TakeOver but man I really want to see the Grizzly Young Veterans man face Riddle and Dunn again like I hope it's like a man I seriously, I know I've been saying this, man. I really want like, a tag team ladder match at TakeOver. Give me a tag team title TakeOver ladder match.
1: I, I think we're going to possibly get that. I think they're going to set this up. Uh, right now, they're going to have this little feud with the Lost Sons. Uh, I, I This was um, – okay, so I want to touch on a couple of things. When you talked about – you said uh, you hope that the U.K. guys stay over – if you see the trend they're bringing over the they're bringing over UK people now they're bringing over folks that have pretty much ran their course in the NXT UK they've won the titles they've held them you know they they you know they lost they've won and they're now they're coming to the NXT to have their opportunity here so that's why you're seeing it with uh Devon Jordan and you're seeing it with Rhea Ripley and you're seeing it with the Grizzled Young vets you're you're and, and Pete Dunne you're seeing Pete you know P. Dunn pretty much was the first guy, and then everyone else started coming over. So you're starting to see that they're they're pulling those guys because they've gotten their opportunity there. They built their name. Now they're going to come here, stateside, where we're going to see them more, and they get a little bit more national, you know, exposure, uh, which I think is a great thing. So I, I don't see that being an issue as far as them going back. Uh, they've 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 won those championships. They they've they got that claim. Now it's to get the NXT the main NXT, because we all know this is the one that everybody really cares more about, because, you know, it, it it was first, and, you know, that's fair. Uh, it's just like Raw versus SmackDown. Everyone likes SmackDown, but we all know Raw is Raw.
2: I think the NXT tag team titles are more prestigious right now than Raw and SmackDown tag team titles. By far. I, I,
1: I, I would definitely agree with that, but uh, as far as the match, the match was great. Uh, you can see that they both have kind of the same style. The only difference is I think the Grizzle Young Vets, their tagging in and out is a little more efficient than the Lost Suns. Mm-hmm. They were just they were just a little bit sharper and quicker and more ready to do it than the Lost Suns were. You can kind of see that's their style also when they have their matches, but the grizzled Young Vets, man, they have a pace that the Lost Suns tried to keep up with, and they can, they can keep up with them, but – they got a pace, man. That is that is crazy. They wear you down, man. They tag. They you do. So it's hard for you to. <laughs> man, and it's just like, man, it's like every every time you blink, one of them is you blink it's one guy. You blink again, it's the other guy. And it's like, damn, like when did you tag? And and they do it so much that um that 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 you know it's not an issue, it's not a problem. I like that. Um, when they get to fight uh, Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle. I believe they will eventually win because right now, when you think about it and normally we're thrown off because normally we would have elimination chamber already in February and then we would have fast lane in March, but uh, we're getting elimination chamber in March. So we've been kind of off as far as, you know, how close to WrestleMania we are. And it's like, man, we're so close that they could set up the grizzled young vets, you know, winning a, a number one contendership, and fighting Pete Dunn and, and uh Matt Riddle for the tag team championships at takeover. And I'm hoping, like you, Flawless, it's a ladder match. Uh, I'm not sure if I want them to win just yet because I'm still on the Broser weights, but uh I definitely want to see that match. Uh, even if you throw in a uh, undisputed in it uh just because you want to make it a triple threat, or if you want to, hey, throw in the look forgotten the lost sons too. Make it a, another four-way uh, tag team match. You can do that again because that one was great. But got, uh, What's up?
2: I got one for you. Cause we're what's talking about Riddle and Dunn, they're a tag team that got thrown together. And also Omega and Paige got thrown together. Which tag team do you see losing their titles first?
1: <laughs> Omega I, and Paige. <laughs> uh... uh, uh. <laughs> No, I can't say that because I picked them to win. Uh, I, um, uh, okay. I'm going to say, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to say they'll retain because I picked them to retain Saturday. But um, I would say they'll be the first ones to lose even if they retain Saturday uh, because their their storyline isn't built for them to, to, well, at least for now, as we know of, their storyline isn't built for them to have a long reign. Uh So unless unless Omega goes heel with Paige and decides with Page, Now, unless that happens, then maybe, yeah, we could see a nice little lengthy reign. But um, considering Tampa is coming up before the next AEW pay-per-view, I'm going to say Omega and Paige will lose theirs before Dunn and Riddle. Okay, okay. All right, oh, well. but to finish my point though, because we—I I, I know I was talking a lot, man. So you know my bad. But the match was great. You know that's what I want to see from them. Um, the Forgotten Sons—I I think this was good for them because this just reminded folks of who they are. So we're not yet, yeah, even though, like you said, they're kind of lost the tournament, so they're at the back of the line. But I think they kind of brought themselves up some because this—they reminded folks who they are.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, you know, last but not least, man event we got the queen charlotte flair return sale university to go one-on-one with the EST of nxt bianca Belair, arguably two of the strongest women uh in wwe guys i'm a, i'm a i am i am I honestly felt and, and and i mean this i honestly felt like man she solidified herself as a star in this in this match uh, we all we we knew it. We know, it. but you know she's been really hit or miss. You know her her really good matches are really good. Her not so great matches are so great. But she proved to me, man, she can hang with the top dogs, Charlotte Flair. I'm gonna go, What did you think of this match between Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair? We know where Charlotte's going. Where do we see Bianca going?
2: I'm gonna say this about Bianca first. I think she solidified her status at War Games in November. Absolutely. And then at Survivor Series the next night. And then at Royal Rumble. And also when she fought Ripley. She is a star in the making. Some people will say, man, you know, it reminds me of Sasha Banks in NXT with the whole outfit and everything. No, no, no. Completely different, man. I'll tell you this. Bianca Belair is the future of women's wrestling. And, uh, She's got it, man. She hung with Charlotte. It was a good match. I loved her antics, especially when she flipped up. And you know, she's looking at Charlotte, and I caught it. She was like, come on, bitch. You know, like, oh hey, okay, <laughs> go, girl. You know, she is the EST and of NXT. I'll tell you this, man. She's a former track star. Man, her athleticism shows. Um, I was a little surprised Charlotte won with natural selection. I was like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. but I did like when Charlotte Man did the moonsault and uh, no, Bianca got her knees up, and Charlotte yeah. like caught the caught the legs and put her in the tried to put her in the figure eight, and then um it was good, like I said, good match. I like at the end how she attacked Bianca Belair. I think it's storyline where Bianca and Dominic Dijakovic are both injured, but my oh, my biggest thing was while she's beating the piss out of Bianca Belair. Rhea Ripley's doing her entrance, like, you know, like, <laughs> like her uh freaking, you know, like her thing that she does with the kick. I'm like, yeah. hold on, she's getting her ass kicked and you're doing this? Like, so that kind of, like, threw me off.
1: Yeah, um, I think, well, one thing that definitely separates Bianca from Sasha Banks is her strength. Yeah. Uh, Like yeah. you said, she's one of the strongest women in the WWE, and you, she's not her sassiness just the way she talks the way she delivers her just the way she talks in her mannerisms and all that stuff man it it's totally different than what Sasha Banks is mm-hmm. like Sasha Banks is a sassy girl but she's more like a sassy preppy girl she
2: like uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh, hold up girl you don't even go here
1: Right, like Bianca Belair, that's a Southern ghetto chick, baby. Okay, you gotta understand who you dealing with. You're not dealing with just some random chick. You, this is a Southern hood. You know, that's that's what that comes. That, that that's that Southern hood, and and that Southern hood ain't no joke. That, you know, so her style and and her character and who she is, man, is totally different than 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 uh, than Sasha's. Uh, I don't see a comparison there. Maybe just you know. Maybe just because of the of the of their uh their the way they they brag, you know, their ego, their heel, but uh, not even that so much. But Bianca is definitely something different, and she's getting better each time. The more you give her opportunity, the more she's getting better. You named it flawless. I'm not gonna run it down again. You you claim you named all the the reasons why she's been getting better and what she's been doing. So, uh, this was a good match for her. You know, Charlotte coming down and putting her over. I understand why she needed to win. You don't want to give Bianca no idea of thinking she can have a triple threat match with uh, Ripley and, and Flair. You want that to stay Ripley versus Flair. That There's a reason why they set this up and why she won the Royal Rumble and then chose, you know, to go to NXT. There's a big reason. Ripley's the next big star to bring up to the main roster Um uh, my question is to you guys is how long do we see Ripley at NXT before she's on the main roster full time?
2: Uh I think she stays in NXT for still like pretty much like maybe till the end of the year. I mean, I don't see her going up there just yet because she just got the title.
0: I uh, see. I'm 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 actually gonna be the exact opposite. I think if not by SummerSlam, I could see it by I
1: could see- if, if they don't call her up, because, you know, we still got the, the before the so, so, before 2020, so I'm thinking Survivor Series.
0: Yeah. Be I saw, year,
1: I it'll see, be a I year from when she showed year. up.
2: End of the year, probably, maybe.
0: Yeah, and the re- and the reason I say that is because I as as awesome as Rhea Ripley is, I don't see her going on a tear like an Oscar or like a Shayna Baszler. And they've already started building Bianca up already as her success. So, my thing is, at what point are you going to? It's kind of like that effect where we had Brock, Brock, and then who else did you have? Man, it's like they were in Roman, you know, then Drew and Matt, and Drew is Brock, Roman, Drew, and uh, Braun. And you're trying to build four guys at one time, and you know, every time you thought one guy. It was just like and eh. and it was just like you got it was just too much at one time. It, you know, it's too too many chiefs, not enough Indians. With this, you have a clear one and two. Clearly, you know, Rhea Ripley's going, she's she's gonna win, or she's gonna at least go face Charlotte, get that rub. Then you know, Bianca Belair, she's already there, you know. God forbid Rhea Ripley get an injury or anything. You already know, man. I can pretty much guarantee you they're gonna put that, you know, unless they're gonna do something back. Bianca's clearly next in line, so I don't see Rhea staying on NXT for the whole year. Give it to the end of the summer, if not Survivor Series, Bianca Belair.
2: You know what's crazy about this NXT women's division? Even since <clears> the beginning <throat> of the time, it was Paige. After Paige left, you're you know you're like, who's next? It was Charlotte. Then after Charlotte, it was Sasha and Bailey, And then you're like, okay, who's next? Asuka. Asuka went on her town. We were like, damn. Once who's next? Up the main roster, <laughs> who is it going to be? Then it's Shayna. And then Shayna goes on that town. We're like, who's next? Well, it's Ripley. And then you realize, okay, Ripley's gone. Who's next? It's Bianca. They all, even though we're going to say, oh, who's next? You already know there's somebody else that's next.
1: Oh, but yeah, crazy. There's, already, there's already like another two or three EO. You got Dakota and possibly, and uh, you got – um. Uh, 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 oh, t- yeah, yeah, yeah t- well, I either Tegan or um, uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody.
2: You do have it- Candace LeRae, but I don't
1: know why. Do I feel like I'm missing somebody? Oh, no, okay, because no, okay, you know, that's that's about it, but you, but I'm thinking EO, you know, I'm thinking, you know, whenever she comes back, you know, she's gonna be on a tear because you know that she, she's definitely over with the people, so uh, that that and you know, and and Triple H he gives that Japanese artist that, that respect and uh Shinsuke got that respect. I almost want him to go back to NXT, but you know, I feel like EO will definitely get that respect when, when it's her turn. And the crazy thing women's roster.
0: I mean, the NXT roster in general, but roster. you could literally make a case for every single woman on that roster as to why they are, should be, or could be a champion. That is nuts. That is. That is. All right, guys. We we'll wrapped it up as far as uh, the talking points, but man, we can't get off this thing without getting the ratings so flawless. We got that. We seen what they did. What did NXT do this week in the Wednesday Night Wars, my good brother?
2: Woo! NXT did good for themselves. They did seven hundred and seventeen thousand. So that means one more for the good guys. Oh uh, yeah. like uh,
1: I said. And, and- and that's their consistent range where they should be uh, until, you know, they just have a, a, a stockpile of, of talent that, and just coming out with a great, amazing storyline. I, I, this is, this is pretty much where NXT is going to be, which, which is fine. I'm, I'm okay with that because uh, I don't want it to be rushed into doing something that is not is what's been, what they've been doing lately has been working just continue to build on that and continue to bring in fresh people. All right, all right. We have uh,
0: any final words, any final thoughts, words before we get off the air? Uh uh No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: this <is> my- <laughs> <laughs> I ain't really see like you—you you were hurting your brain there for a
1: second. He like, 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 yeah, there was like, yeah, there was something I wanted to say, but no, nah, I, I, I I can't think of nothing. I mean, other than some bullshit, it was some bullshit what happened. But you know, that's 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 another that's another issue. Uh yeah, I All I gotta
2: say is, who's next?
1: <laughs> well, we about to find out in about two, in about thirty minutes. It's a battle. Oh
2: of
1: my
0: spears. battle of the spears! <laughs> it's the battle of the spears. Well, look, man, as always, it's an honor and a privilege, guy. 26 year old piece of gold. He's t- a flawless one. Peace. Deuces. See ya.